Welcome to Photo Mission Focus, discussing photography. Each episode, we discuss a different photography subject. With my co-host Terry, we try and make some sense of the things we love about photography and some of the things we don't love as much. Come join us. Welcome to this edition of Photo Mission Focus. Terry, how are you? Really well. How are you? Looking pretty good down there. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> I, I like the way you're holding yourself. I was, wasn't I? It was almost like I was posing. <laughs> oh, funny. Segway. Oh, segway. <laughs> we're, we're talking about posing the art of looking good. Because mm. this is an area, and, and you've had a bit of experience in this area. <laughs> Especially in your glamour. <laughs> I was about to say, backlighting, uh, perm days, yes, yes, yes. yes. double denim maybe. Back, back in the day. Who, are you, who did you work for? I used to work for a company called Starshots and I don't, actually don't know if they're still around or not. But yeah, but they were, they were glamour photography. They were. So <laughs> it was, you do that. was my thrust into the photographic world. Yes. So, But I mean, yeah. obviously but that would have been really good for you because learning how to make people look good because these yeah. are people who are not normally in front of a camera. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So that was back in the days before selfies. Yes. The selfies we used to take were very overblown and very bad yes. with our disposable cameras. But it was, yeah, definitely before selfies, before Instagram, before Facebook. Yes. Before people were, I guess, hyper aware of what they looked like. Yes. Yeah. And, and one of the tricks was with with. From my understanding, I've I've had I've interviewed a photographer who actually made a lot of money back in the eighties out of that style mm. of shooting. Was that they had to formulate and get people posed correctly because oh, unless me, yeah. unless unless the images look great, and back in those days, we're shooting like a medium format. Uh huh. So were you doing medium format? Yeah, medium format, fifteen photographs, and that yep. was it. And and really, you had to sell a large number of those pictures. Mm. You, you needed to sell. The pressure was on, so yeah. you, so you couldn't really have a goofy, too goofy looking. <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely not. And we, back in those days, it was actually quite a quite a technical setup where it was a video camera would replicate what we had in film, so yes. that they could instantly view, which was quite a quite a new concept back in the late nineties. Yeah, so you had like a digital back on the camera. Um, it was back. more like a mirror system. It was really unusual. Oh, okay. So the the medium format camera was on a massive tripod that was. I reckon it would have been over 100 kilos because yes. we had to wheel it around with our whole body weight. Yes, to um, move it. Yeah, and it went about two metres high Okay, kind of thing and there was a camera attached to it that was attached to a TV screen. So, so it was actually yeah, viewing through the lens like through the mirror yeah, prism system. Yeah, and it recorded on this, this micro disc yes. that was like a, a hard floppy disc but smaller yes. that we would take out the front for the viewing. Cutting, cutting art technology. There. Yeah, it was. It was about the posing. The posing was crazy. Like we, you know, we used to have an open spiel of, you know, this might feel awkward, it might feel uncomfortable, but please trust us, it looks great through camera, which it yes. always did. Yes, because the difference on if you know if you've ever worked with a professional model, typically you don't have to give too much. No. Too much coaching. No, they're very aware of what their very aware good of angles are. What the, how they look, yeah. how they look in front of the camera and, and they move themselves and they can get themselves into those pleasant looking poses mm-hmm. and it makes it very easy. But, I mean, mm-hmm. for most people you, you don't have the luxury of a professional model that you're going to be shooting. Mm-hmm. So you have to kind of – and it's, it's one of those hard – I think it is an art. Yeah. Right, it definitely is an art. 
And it's something that people need to learn how to pose. And there's lots and lots and lots of tutorials online mm. showing people how to pose, you know, the turning of the shoulders. Yes. Um, those type of things. Yes. Pushing the, you know, the, doing the turtle. <laughs> There's a few really good Instagram accounts that I've just stumbled across over the, the last few months that show posing, especially yes. with, with the introduction of Reels. It's a really great format for people to make micro videos or micro yes. tutorials. And it's great for sharing those tips, those posing tips, because yes. I have to be honest, I've got no idea what to do in front of the camera when I'm having my picture taken, even no, though right. I guide others how to do it. Because you can't see what's happening. No. You, you don't know where your chin's looking. Or... <laughs> yes. And I'm so much better behind than in front. Yes. So it's, it's and no rude puns, please, people, but I mean in front of the camera. Yes. Then than otherwise so it's yeah it's a it's a tricky thing to master and your communication skills have to be on point that's right and these days too like i mean so it's always been that you never touch the model mm-hmm. you know like you always yeah you know if you if you have to move the model for whatever reason that you always check and make sure it's fine even more so these more, days more so harder yep. today of covid but mm-hmm. you don't you don't really want to be doing anything that potentially could mm. you know you know spread a virus or do whatever so you're, you're super super careful but mm. In getting those results, like I said, it, it has to be, like I said, there's so many things have to line up mm-hmm. to, to make it. And it's kind of like, it's a bit like a winning hamburger formula. <laughs> that's a good way to look at it. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> the meat to bun ratio. Yeah, that's right. You have, you, have to get, you have to get all the componentry right. Yeah. And then once, it's, once you get that good mix, yeah. then it makes a pleasing photo. Yeah. It does two things. It. You know, as a photographer, it makes you feel good that you've captured someone in a beautiful way. Yes. But also for the client or the person getting the photo yeah. is that they're getting a great representation of themselves. Yeah. And I think posing is about trying to get the best representation of somebody. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because not everyone's all different shapes. Mm-hmm. And I think at the moment there's a TV program. I don't know if you've seen it. Something about looking great naked or something. I don't know if you've seen it. It's kind of like trying to people of all shapes and sizes. It's like showing them ways that to make them look differently at their bodies. Is that with the English fashion guru? Oh, with the, I'm not the sure. I, I have. I, I vaguely remember. I've just seen a promo for it, and I thought it might be how to look great naked or something. I think, yeah, I know. I think I know the program you're talking about. But it was on years and years and years ago. What channel are you talking? Oh, it's on at the moment. It's 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 currently running on. I don't, so know, I don't have say, commercial television at the moment. Okay. Yeah. So I'm not sure, but but the concept is really obviously trying to help people uh, feel good in their skin, basically. Yeah, feel yeah. good in their skin, and and like we're all built. We're all built differently mm. and we've all got different aspects. You know, anyone, you've probably asked everyone, there's something they want to change about themselves. But Yeah, it's, it's interesting actually because I, I have to say over the last maybe five years with this big movement into people embracing their bodies and feeling comfortable in their skin regardless of size, I find that a lot of those insecurities that people once had don't necessarily exist as much. They definitely still exist and there's still things that we... Well, people... One of the things that's happened today yeah. is, you know, we talked about previously about selfies, mm. you know, that people actually taking more pictures, well, they're getting more pictures taken. Yes. But sometimes they're taking pictures of themselves. Yes. And one of the things you look at, say, you see the, the influencer uh-huh. on Instagram, you know, doing the posing. Yes. Because they're trying to work out how to make themselves look 
Yes. The best they can. Yes. And they, so they're using the feed, the instant feedback from their camera uh-huh. to to make adjustments to their posing uh-huh. to get that look. Yes. And that's like I said. So maybe people are like I said more conscious of how yeah, they look because yeah. there's more times that they've actually. And the other thing is like you know what and look it was pretty cutting edge what you guys were doing back with the video camera getting capturing that footage showing on a TV screen. Yeah. That, that, so power. It's such a powerful selling tool not yeah, I mean, marketing tool selling tool well, a lot of cameras now you can we flip the screen over yeah but you can flip yeah. the screen but you can also you can also share it to an ipad you can tether it yes. to an ipad yes. so basically you can have the client can see what the camera yeah. what the camera is seeing yes which sometimes makes it easier like shooting I, I think when you're shooting somebody who hasn't had a lot of experience shooting sometimes it is good to shoot tethered yeah so, so they can actually see on a screen yeah. what the camera is seeing. That's a really good point, actually. I photographed a bride not too long ago who was quite nervous about what she looked like. Yes. And I assured her, I said, you look amazing. And she did. She looked absolutely incredible. And just by showing her a couple of the photographs that we were taking along the way, it really made her feel more comfortable. Yes. And she instantly let her guard down. Yes. And, and, that, and that's look, that's one of the tricks too when you're shooting with, say, uh, you, want to, you want to do some, you're practicing, your posing, you, you've, got mm-hmm. a, you've got a model who's someone's, someone's volunteered to model for you, mm-hmm. is that to give them the feedback. And we've talked about mm. working with models before on, on um, Focus mm. and we've emphasised and we've actually, remember, we've, we did two episodes where we actually bought models. We did, yeah. We, we brought had, models we had in. lovely Hannah in and we also had Taylor in, Taylor which were amazing. In. And, and they're both doing, they're both, those oh my God, two the girls. the modelling careers are just like Yeah, I've seen, I've seen Hannah, some of the stuff she's just done oh, recently, amazing. And, and Taylor, is, they're both smashing it out yeah. of the park, which yeah. is fantastic. yeah. But both those both those girls, you know, they just said how much they fed off the fact that when the photographer gave them encouragement and gave mm-hmm. them that type of thing, that you need to talk to your, your model and say, mm. you know, help them work for that process. So it's, it's mm. modelling's, you know, that posing thing. It's it is a kind of a two way street. Like, you know, you've got to kind yeah. of work with the person. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I've worked with both of those girls through a couple of different shoots, and they're both incredibly strong. At their, one of their strengths is actually their posing and knowing where to put their bodies, like yes. their hands, their, 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 all the little intricacies that can make or break an image. And, and, um, just, you know, I wish we were shooting video. Because <laughs> Ter- I just did Terry that. Is, Terry is doing the most beautiful, <laughs> the most beautiful hand poses I've ever seen. She could be a hand model. She's holding a hand. With my crazy man she, hands. <laughs> she's, laying, she's laying the fingers back. She's pulling them forward. She looks fantastic. Yeah, yeah. But, it's so true though because... Hands are one of the biggest things that... Yes, people are not, not sure what to do with them. People and, struggle with, yeah. And, and with guys, typically that's why you'll see a lot of sh- shots where they'll get the guys put them in their, in their pockets. And I find that a really tough one as well because to me it looks like they don't have hands yes. and you run the risk of there's that old, the old saying of not making someone look like they've had their hand chopped off, like yes. literally. Yes. So I, I'm always quite... You know, quite mindful of showing some fingers or showing yes. relaxed hands and and whatnot. I think definitely for girls, the hands are such a central part to like mm. they can be they can really soften the picture. That's right. By by That's the correct right. placement. Yeah. So in in male photography with the hands, the hands can be a show of strength. Mm. They can they're not that. Yeah, you know, most guys don't want to be shot where it looks really soft and girly looking. Mm. They want that kind of macho mm. kind of look, but. And again, it is. It's always hard trying to find that balance of getting the shots where placement of mm. feet as well, different angles yeah. on the feet can make a big difference where the, yeah. where, where the, the feet are pointed. Yeah, and I think you've actually just just said something quite interesting because 
not only are we moving into a stage where uh, body body confidence and and you know like a, there's a positive body movement, we're also moving into a really really interesting gender neutral kind of stage as well, which means that it doesn't. I, I don't necessarily know if this is right to say this or, or the correct way to say it, but it means a lot of our posing norms. And Try, not trying always... to make trying to make trying to make the male character yeah. feel strong and invincible. Yeah. That, that and and it can potentially it can potentially relate to both genders yeah, nowadays. That, that's right. Is, so so there's some yeah. really some really strong females. That's exactly who right. You want to you want to kind of capture them that way that they're very strong. They're very that's right. They're very confident. That yeah. type of stuff. And then you get males who, like I said, who who want to be that more soft sided, yeah, you know, yeah. N- not seen as the kind of macho guy. And then if you well. take that posing into a completely different editorial way, your posing can be completely left of centre, and all of those those kind of those posing norms as such completely can go out the window because you do all sorts of crazy things, which is yes. so exciting to play with. Oh, look, look at this. I mean, I did a Getty shoot with um, some models, and we had the guys with with flowers draped. Around the heads and stuff Amazing. like that. Amazing. So it's kind of very different to what you would normally yeah. shoot shoot a male. Yep. So, but and with sticks and twigs and all mm. types of stuff like mm. that. So like mm. a lot of um, natural elements mm. in the in the pictures. So mm-hmm. it, it again, it's it's it creates a different look. Yeah, and then even your body positioning can be potentially unflattering, but can be really effective when yes. you when you're photographing things like your focus wants to be on the clothing or it wants to be on the styling or. You know, you really want to make an emotive or something yeah. quite quite striking. And and that's one of the things I think of posing is don't forget that sometimes props will help. Mm. Sometimes having the model with a prop yeah, um, or shooting the model through something like where you're putting something between mm. the camera and the model, sometimes it's leaves of a plant. Yeah. can make for a really interesting, yeah. interesting you know, um, yeah. look as well. Yeah, absolutely right. And I think there's also, there's always going to be those little techniques that you can do that are going to make people feel comfortable and are more flattering to body shapes and body posing. Yeah. You know, like there's, we, we used to do something in the Glamour Studio where we would, um, we'd put people on a particular angle and we'd raise their arm up by, with a telephone book. Yes. So that it would make yes. their bicep look thinner. Yes. And. There's lots, like I said, there's lots of tricks with angles. Like yeah. By, by moving the body in different ways yes. can change the way it comes across to the camera. Yeah, yeah, like know? head tilts and well, head I'll, angles I'll, and where. I'm a lot of times you'll have that where the, you look. Steve's model, doing a very attractive pose right now. The, model, the model's looking straight at you, but they're turn, turning the shoulder. <laughs> turning the shoulder. You know what I mean? That was, that was the, um, the commentary <laughs> of the posing there. But, yeah, you're absolutely right. So turning your body on the 45-degree angle and then turning your face over that particular shoulder that's in front of the camera. Yes, and it's, it's quite an effective pose to do in your wedding photography as well. Like you'll find a lot of your bridal portraits you do. I do often fall into those traditional posing elements because yes. they are still flattering. They are still yeah. kind of relevant to the photographs. One of the greatest places you can get posing tips is go and look at your Glamour magazine. <laughs> it's and it's look, seriously and, true. No, yeah. seriously. And look look how the model is. Look how the, mm. the photographer has got the model. That's right. So these are usually, you know, professional models professional photographers mm. so they're using every trick in the book mm-hmm. so what you can do is you can go in and you can have a look and you can then have a look and you can basically replicate mm. what they're doing by looking at where the model's feet are how, where they're pointing where the shoulders are the yeah. angle the head is to the shoulders 
like you said, whether the arms are kind of elevated up or or where it is. Vanity Fair used to be a really good one to look at for posing, like the posing on that, especially the covers back yes. in the day. Yeah. Like if thinking of the Demi Moore pregnant pose. Well, can you think about some, some of those classic poses, that the Princess Di one? Yes. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, hand, the hands under the chin. Yeah, who was the photographer of that one? That wasn't Annie Lubritz, was it? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. If it's, if people Google it. If you Google. Oh, actually, it was probably her photographer she had someone that followed her yeah. around and did lots of beautiful portraits but that was that was, that was such a beautiful pose and yeah so so that you know people can i think the thing about you can borrow you know some of those poses some of them will work really well with your model or your person that you're photographing sometimes yeah. it'll work sometimes it won't yeah but i do like those i mean some of those there's some of the you know the really i suppose what you call iconic type mm. poses yeah so, but I think yours is good to mix it up as well. Yeah. To try and have not all the pictures look the same. Yeah, and you know, you've got we've got access to incredible resources these days. So we've got Pinterest, yes, where you can just do a simple search on posing. We've got apps available. There's a really great app called the Unscripted app, which has a selection of poses that you can use if you're photographing families, couples, babies, newborns, which babies are. Sorry. Yes. Yep. You know, and. There's an array of posing prompts and poses that you can utilise. Well, I've seen the you've seen the little little models typically for people who are drawing. Yes. So you can yeah yeah. So you can basically position the body in different. It's got all it's atomically correct. Yes. It's got all the limbs and the little the little like they're like the doll. Yeah, little doll ones. Yeah, yeah, they're fantastic. So the idea is you can you can obviously photograph them. Yeah. And you can then use that to see how by changing the angles on things, how the mm. camera sees. Because we know like a particular viewpoint by changing the way you position something in front of yeah, the camera. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and that was one of the things that got me into photography. I loved the idea of trick photography where you could you could manipulate the camera on an angle to make something look like it was happening that wasn't really happening. Yeah, yeah, you know you're I mean? right. Yeah, absolutely right. You know, I've got yeah. many pictures of brothers and sisters holding one brother, you know, on the <laughs> palm of the hand. They're, they're so further, much fun. <laughs> well, they're on a bit of a hill and they're further back and then yeah. you position it. Similar to the one you see people holding the moon up. Yeah, or they're pinching the uh, Eiffel Tower. Yes, or, yes. You know, they're leaning Tower of Pisa, they're leaning. That, that's right, they're pushing it over. <laughs> and it's just, like I said, it's just that forced perspective that you yeah. basically position the subject and the background mm. to, to kind of work in. In harmony and yeah, so there's some of those tricks you can actually use, like I said, with with um, modelling as well. Yeah, and that's absolutely right, absolutely right. Yeah, so I do you think the posing has changed over oh, the years? Oh, look, I think it has. I think, I think there was it was kind of like you probably back in the day when you were doing your glamour stuff. Mm. There was probably like your stock poses, like there was probably like yeah, I've got to do. I've got to do this pose, this pose, this pose, and this pose. I had literally a scrapbook that I would take to work and I would flick through depending on what type of client I had to find some poses that I would work with. Yes. So you had your kind of, your go-to, your kind of, your your standard go-to poses. And then you try and be, at least get a couple of frames of trying to get something that little bit different. Yep. I mean, I think when you're posing, trying to get the hero shot is sometimes yeah, it's, you got to work for it. Yeah, and you know we, I, mean? I think we used to, we definitely because we only had fifteen frames, we wanted all fifteen to be hero shots. Yes, well, because made the money that you had to sell those, you had to sell those images. If they didn't like them and they didn't buy those images, then 
Yeah, might have had a sitting fee and not much. Not <laughs> we, much. Else. We weren't able to pay the rent for the store if we didn't sell no images. Yes. <laughs> was, yeah, quite, quite huge. Yeah. yeah, I remember the excitement when they when you'd shoot someone and they would buy, buy the buy, whole lot. They buy the whole lot. Yeah, or they purchase an album. You know, yes. you'd, the boss would be very happy with you after that one. Was it? Did you, did you have a little um, you know, little ritual? You oh. know, you remember in Apple. People used to buy a... Oh, and then clap on the way out. They'd be clapping because you bought a Mac or something. I'm so embarrassed when that used to happen. So, yeah, it's like, but, yeah, sometimes people have these little rituals. That's yeah. progressing away from what we're talking about. <laughs> it is. So, so it's interesting. In, in an early episode, we were talking about photography uh, magazines. Mm. And that's really interesting to go back and look at some of the older <laughs> photography magazines and some of the posing. <laughs> In there, because you've you've spotted a couple of little gems in there. Oh, I did. <laughs> I was like, hmm. <laughs> that's so quest- true. That's questionable. <laughs> Some of the posing you may not want to replicate because it's not PG anymore. But it was it was obviously, like I said, considered to be in fashion. Yeah, and I, and I think the different different things go. Fashion, like same as clothing, posing, fashion goes in and out of. It absolutely does. Like it, there was a. a and a lot of us still actually do it. There was a very popular pose where we would um, touch noses and foreheads for couples. And yes. it's been done for years and it'll continue to be done for years, but it goes in and out, in and out, in and out of fashion. Yes. Yeah, so you're right. Things do. They're constantly evolving and changing but coming back. And Well, you see sometimes you see that shot where it might be dad and bub and it's the faces and the nose and it's the side profile. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that type of stuff. That was yeah. popular kind of for, yeah. for a lot of people who shot that style of photography. They'd, they'd crank that one out. Yep, yep. Because you knew it was a, it was a good safe, safe option. Safe. <laughs> yes. Well, it's, it's funny because in, in photography there are your safe option shots. Yeah. So there's always different shots you can take that you know are going to work and then people are going to be happy with it. It's funny actually because I was talking to someone about those those safe poses the other day. Yep. Because we were talking about, they asked me if anything had changed over the years with my photographic style. And, yeah, I think that was one thing that I said. I said, look, yeah, the safe poses have, have kind of gotten a bit more expansive. Yes. There's more of them. There's, yeah, and there's more more to your repertoire. Yeah, yeah, you've exactly. Had, you've added a few extra. Yeah. Like extra ones on it, so. Yeah, and posing can be quite challenging when there's more than a couple. Like if you're thinking about a family shoot. Oh, it, look, when... Once you get multiples, because you've got a whole lot of things in play, then so you might get someone posed really looking great, and then you yeah. struggle to get the second or third person to to look yeah equally as good. And then if you're trying to run on like a really natural vibe as well, it's difficult to pose them because yep. you don't want to change that as well. You don't want to make it look like it's too posed. You want to be able to make it look quite authentic, which yep. can be challenging. Look, I did a I did a, a recent shoot, and it was with couple of people in the in the shoot and, and one person was just an absolute could not photograph that person badly mm. whatever you tried it just like those ones everything just worked yep and the other person was had to be a bit more a bit more work yeah so so sometimes like i said you you get that where you do have to work to try and get the best out of people yeah and like i said it is a challenge and it is particularly for people who are new to photography and new to a working with with models, yeah, um, yeah. or subjects like that, yeah. shit, people that that you have to really, yeah, you have to work at it. Yeah, and so sometimes a really good way to do it is to just take a friend out and say, "Hey, I've got a couple of poses that I really want to practice." You know, even if yep. it's a couple, if it's a family, 
I mean, and you go out with that intention. You're like, I just want to practice these poses. I want to get them right. I want to make them yes. look effortless. I want to make it feel natural to them. Yeah. One of the tricks you can do is if if you've got if you've got um, the opportunity to get out and do some street photography, and there's you know some live performers mm. like a singer or something, is to they're just they they're not they're not reacting to direction from you, so they're just doing their thing. Mm-hmm. One of the tricks I like to do as a street photographer is I'll watch them, and quite often they um, they have a repertoire, so they'll be doing certain poses, moving their head, doing certain things, mm-hmm. and they'll repeat them. So it's kind of like on they're on repeat. Yes. So you can see that and go, that looks good. Next time they do that, I'm going to be ready to yeah. capture it. Yeah, yeah, good point. Really good point. So if you're shooting that, that's a good way to – and then, then you can then – that teaches you because you're looking for those poses when yes. the face is at that particular angle. So true. Yeah. And it'll become second nature to you. And That's I know that I, I do that when I'm photographing events. I'm waiting for people to turn a particular way. Yes. Always watch them and see where their attention's going. It could be, it could be someone in the room. You just never know. Yep. And then you wait for it to happen because, you know, you'll get blinks. You'll get funny yes. funny facial expressions with talking. But you're right. You're absolutely right. Yes, you'll get that. sometimes, and then you'll just get those gems. And yeah. I did, I did an exercise like a few weeks ago, and I took it out and I took the camera out just with the fifty one point two on it mm-hmm. to get deliberately to get some street performers. Mm. And I was after I wanted to get some nice facial interactions. I wanted to get you know just some nice shots. And I and I do love the the separation you get with the 50 mil 1.2. I think I know the shots you're talking about. Was it a young girl yeah. playing guitar? Yeah, yeah. They were phenomenal. They were great shots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and man, that thing just nailed the focus on yeah. the eyes. And I even know, like I know that like your, the, the position of her face was really quite, it was it was a great angle. You yes. did. You got that really nice, like the right kind of mathematical, um, what do you call it? It's almost like the ratio from... Yes, yeah. From left to right side profile, but not side kind yes. of thing. Yeah, it was and, and really the, nice. And they're just, like I said, just being able to watch and know when to press the yeah, shutter. Yeah, yeah. So that, and that's the thing too because you can, you can say to your, to your model for posing, you say, look, just move around a bit and be ready to shoot like as they're moving. Mm. Um, and these days, like I said, with the cameras, with the, with the really good eye tracking and stuff like that. It'll focus the whole you, way. You, you, can, you can just lock on focus. And so they, good. And they can be positioning themselves until yeah. they get kind of – and then you might just find, oh, that looks great, bang, yeah. and, and you drop the shot in. Yeah, my favourite is photographing people that, you know, they might not necessarily be photographed often. Yes. But they have a dancing background. They might do salsa oh, dancing. I'll tell you, I tell you as, one of my yeah. favourite people – yeah. To photograph a dancers. Yeah. Because they, they love the way they move. They move beautifully yes. and effortlessly. Yes. But you can guide them through like a pose without it looking like it is a pose. Like this particular well, lady I said, I really want you to stand from your front to your back foot and I want you to be almost emulating a dance move that you would do in your salsa classes. Yes, yeah. It was brilliant. Well, see, dancing is one of those um, pursuits where emotion Mm. You, you have to be able to convey emotion through movement. Mm-hmm. So the good dancers get very, very good at being able to convey that, you know, they, they what's how they're feeling yeah, yep. just for the way they're moving, the yeah. way they're holding themselves and that type of stuff. So like I said, they're... So if you do get the you know, get the opportunity and they want to practice and you know someone who's a dancer, mm. ask them to come and be your model for an afternoon and shoot some shots just to get some 
yeah. get, to get comfortable shooting people. Or go watch a dancing class yeah. and, and photograph them. <laughs> Not in like some weird freako way, but <laughs> some, some dancing the, performers in Queen some, Street Mall would probably be a better idea. Some go down the back of a 400 mil. <laughs> <laughs> you may be booted out of that class for uh, unquestionable reasons. So. Yeah. <laughs> Always do these things with responsibly. Ask permission. Seek permission, not, uh, not yeah, forgiveness. Don't ask for forgiveness. <laughs> yeah, exactly in these, right. these, these opportunities, yeah, definitely. So, look, yeah, look, what we've been talking about, we've been talking about posing mm. and it is an art form and it's something, like I said, that takes sometimes it takes a while to get your, your head around. Yeah, so and just, be, keep just, just, practice, keep, just keep persevering. Just practice, 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 practice. Yeah. And, again, it's... It's just experimenting. Mm. And also know that things are going to evolve and change. So once you've nailed it, keep nailing it because there may be other things that become fashionable. And yes. so like, you know, posing in a natural way and an effortless way will come into fashion and then with posing quite severely might come back. You just never know. Exactly. Yeah. So, Terry, it's been great chatting. Yeah, good one this one, wasn't uh, it? And I just love some of the moves you were pulling. <laughs> like I said, I wish I had my camera. Like I should have been capturing this. I Likewise, felt. you had some good 45s <laughs> happening there. <laughs> cool. Till next time. Start soon. See ya. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this edition of Photo Mission Focus Discussing Photography. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did so, leave us a comment. Or if you have a suggestion for a future show, drop that in the comments as well. And just remember, the next photo you take could be your best yet. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.